Welcome to helping realtors grow and scale their business with a sprinkle of faith. This podcast is to empower my seasoned realtors to break through barriers, to unlock and unleash their full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa Barnez. Each week, I'll share my journey on how I scaled my real estate business, selling hundreds of millions in real estate, all while juggling being a mom and a wife. I know what it's like to feel overlooked and forgotten in an industry that is heavily focused on new realtors. This is why I've tailored this podcast just for you. Do you desire to grow your business to 30 million and beyond, but you're just unsure how to do it? Are you overwhelmed, burnt out, stuck, living paycheck to paycheck and have no time for yourself or family? I've been right where you are. My mission is to provide you with actionable steps, proven strategies, and inspiration to help you grow and scale your real estate business. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, my realtor friends. Welcome to episode 19. I hope you all had a good new year, but today is going to be short and sweet. It's going to be a mini-sode combined with a Vanessa's 5. I'm going to create this Vanessa's five segment because I'm going to be focusing on five steps for you to get business right now. It is going to be value packed. So get your listening ears on coach Vanessa's in the house and get a pen and paper handy because I hear you. Many of you have expressed this to me and I hear it with my coaching clients. The most pressing issue right now and one of your biggest challenges is getting business right now. So I wanted to prioritize this conversation. In my two decades as being a realtor, selling over $375 million in real estate, I have been through a lot of different markets. I'm sure you could agree with that. So today I'm sharing my go-to strategy, what I do when my sales are down, and this has served me well no matter what market I've been in. It has survived and thrived the different markets. So number one is I want you to assess your current market right now. And I want you to look at it from what I call the macro to micro perspective. I want you to look at what is happening overall in your area. And then we're going to drill it down to the granular. So for instance, I'm in Orlando. So each month I review my statistics. For example, like what's happening in Orlando overall, all my counties combined, because I want to get an idea of what the changes in prices are or inventory or days on the market, right? I want to see what's happening. How many expireds did we have? Because this helps me communicate to my clients, whether they're current clients, past clients, future clients, what is happening overall in the Orlando Central Florida market. Next, you're going to conduct specific searches for the areas that you serve. So for me, going back to me as an example, I serve several different counties and then obviously the communities within these counties. So I'm going to examine the counties overall, what their landscape looks like, and then I'm going to zoom into the individual cities and areas within those counties, right? So your farming areas, where you where you serve, where your business comes from, right? You're going to drill it down to the granular. I always go, when I go on my listing appointments, I tell my sellers, we are going to investigate what is happening from the macro to the micro. Like if you took economics, that's basically what that is, the macro to micro perspective. So that's what I'm going to suggest you do because what I hear from realtors is, especially when the market changes, is they'll tell me nobody's buying or selling. And then I asked them, is that really true? Is that really true that no one is buying or selling? And by you doing this research and looking at the facts, this is going to affirm for you that that is not true, right? Properties are selling. 
So if they're selling in your market, and and again, I don't want to blanket that actually. I'm going to retract a little bit of that because I don't know your area, which is why you want to assess your market. But my assumption is from what I hear, um, especially all over the country, is that things are still selling, right? So that's a positive sign. The market is active. But it's if it's active and you're not closing deals, then this is where you need to investigate and look more closely as to why are you not taking market share and why are you not closing homes anymore? Which leads me to point number two, which is we're going to check our mindset, right? That negative mindset and what you believe about yourself 100% can hold you back from reaching your potential and getting to the closing table. And I've said it before, this is the number one reason why entrepreneurs fail. It's not a skill. It's not a strategy. It's our mindset. Because when you think negatively, you focus on your limitations, your failures, and that self-doubt starts to creep in, which impacts our confidence, our resilience, right? Our overall motivation. And it makes you more resistant to adapt to the sh- the changes in the market, the shifts in the market. And it prevents you from trying more innovative approaches. Like maybe you need to switch things up, right? So this is how it shows up. And I want to walk you through this example. Here's the thought that you might have or I what I've heard. The market is really hard right now because interest rates are higher, sellers don't want to sell, buyers don't want to buy, and I just do not have what it takes to be a successful realtor. So maybe you're thinking something in and around that, but that's our thought. And then when you have that thought, how might you feel about that? Do you feel inadequate, frustrated, anxious, stressed? Put your feeling word in there. Like, And I want you to do this for yourself. I'm just giving you an example, but I really want you to do this process for yourself. If you're having that negative thought, ask yourself, how am I feeling? Like, what are my feeling words? Then because I feel this way, because I'm thinking this way, what actions or inactions are you taking as a result? When you feel frustrated, anxious, stressed, are you lead generating? Are you following up with clients? Are you calling past clients? Are you posting on social media or going on appointments or trying new things or doing things you like to, you used to do regularly? So what actions or inactions are you taking? And then what is the result? The result is less business, fewer leads, and this impacts your performance, right? You're not getting to the closing table because you have this thought, because you feel this way and you're not taking action. So do you see how this cycle goes? So this is the mindset. This is the mindset piece. So we need to really spend time on assessing our mindset. So how do you see your market right now? Is it the doom and gloom scenario, right? Where the interest rates are high, sellers don't want to sell because they're sitting on a two to 3% interest rate, or can we shift our mindset and see opportunity instead? What conversations do we need to have instead of the normal conversations we had back during COVID time or even before that, right? Our conversations have to shift. I also want you to pay attention to that internal dialogue and the language you're using in your mind. Are you saying phrases like, I can't do that, or that's impossible, or I'll always fail when the market shifts? How are you talking to yourself? And then do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your abilities? Do you see what's possible? Okay, so ask yourself that. Ask yourself all of those questions. Be sure you spend time here. Don't just gloss over it and say, Vanessa, 
mindset doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. I And again, I've shared this with you. This was the number one reason why I didn't reach my goal. For years and years and years, I failed so many years. I stopped believing that I could do it. And that lack of belief prevented me from doing what I needed to do and prevented me from showing up the way I, I needed to, to grow my business. And then once I changed my mindset, y'all know the story. I grew by 65% in just one year, right? That was a huge success. I not only met my goal, I exceeded my goal. So it's possible. I want you to focus on nurturing that positive mindset because it is critical to your success. Number three, I want you to spend time identifying your top three lead generation sources because here's why this matters. What I want you to do is I want you to look back to all your closings and where they came from over the last five years. If you've been longer, go back 10 years, right? Go back and analyze where all your closings came from. And then I want you to write them out because this will help you identify what strategies worked, where your lead gen sources were, and what worked in the past. Because now you're working from a fact-based scenario, right? You're not guessing where your closings came from. And now because of that, you can make informed decisions on where you're going to focus for 2024 and beyond if you're listening to this in the future, where you're going to focus your time and energy and money, because I want this to ensure that you get the best return and the greatest return on your investment, which is at the end of the day, getting to the closing table. That's when you know you have a good ROI. Do not reinvent the wheel. This is not the time to look for this new shiny penny. Do you know how many calls I get almost every day for someone trying to sell me a lead source or something? No, I know what works in my business. It is my database, database, database. It is my number one source for my business for as long as I can recall. It is proven to work. So don't look at the shiny new penny. Don't get sucked in to those advertisers that are calling you. Do this first before you add anything else to your table, right? Any other lead gen sources, do this first. And then what you're going to do is moving forward, each closing you're going to track, right? You're going to figure out where did that lead source come from? This will help you plan for the future and serve as a roadmap for you to move forward with. Now you can set your goals, plan your lead gen strategies, and focus on what's worked before, which allows you to strategically position your business for ongoing success and growth into the future. If you are still trying to find what your lead gen sources are, maybe you haven't been in the business for as long and you're listening, I invite you to download my free 59 lead gen strategy list right now. The link is in the show notes, and this will help you explore maybe some different strategies and maybe get those juices flowing so you can figure out maybe what you need to look into for this year. Number four, this is your reality check. Do not skip this part and don't overlook it, but you need to be honest with yourself when you do this exercise. You're going to pull out your calendar. I don't care if it's digital or paper. You all know I love paper <laughs> and you're going to take a look. I want you to go back three to six months because we know with the holidays, sometimes our schedules get a little funky with traveling and things like that. But let's go back six months. And then I want you to take note of what your schedule actually looked like. You may not like this exercise because I know a lot of my clients do not like doing this exercise because what you'll find 
in most cases, if your business is down, your closings are down, or if you feel stuck in your sales, you're not doing activities. You're not, you're doing a lack of activity, right? You're not doing what you should be doing. I want you to evaluate here what has changed, what has changed in your schedule and your activities to create that slowdown in your sales. And then I also want you to spend some time thinking back to what was your most successful year? Go back to your highest sales that you've had in a year. And I want you to reflect and write down, what did I do that year to make it the most successful year? What did your day look like? When did you get up? When What was your routine? Did you have a routine? Did you get up every day at 5 a.m.? And do your, you, you know, do your affirmations, or maybe you read the Bible, or you maybe you go work out. Maybe you're you've gotten away from your routine, and this is messing up your day, and it's getting in the way. And then you're more tired. You're going to bed later. So really look at your most successful year that you had, and what you did, and then revisit your sources of business and write everything out. And maybe that's what you need to go back to right? Maybe you need to go back and just do it again. Success leaves clues. So this is why you need to look at that and determine what you did and then just repeat it. Do it again. I also want you to evaluate your mindset, of course, in that internal dialogue, which we just talked about, because perhaps that's holding you back. Maybe you're doing the activities like I was, but I wasn't getting anywhere. I was still not achieving my goal. I was still not getting, I was still stuck, right? So I want you to really consider, is your mindset getting in the way? And then the last thing I want you to do on number four is I want you to consider doing what we call, what I call a time audit, where you're going to write everything you do from the time you get up until, until you go to bed. And many of my clients too are reluctant to do this exercise because oftentimes it reveals a lot about how you're actually spending your time. I know I do this to myself. I'll do time audit exercises and I get very upset after the first day because I'm like, what am I actually doing? And then I'll actually self-correct as I do the time audit, which leads me to number five. I saved the best for last. Can y'all guess what number five is? If you've listened to my podcast from the beginning, you know what I'm going to (laughs) say. I'm going to tell you it's the fundamentals. Are these fundamentals blocked and prioritized on your calendar? I also find this is a big reason why people are not achieving their goals. If you are not talking to people, following up with your database every day, you're missing out on the two key fundamentals that you need to be doing as a realtor, which is why I had you evaluate your calendar first. It's really important what you're doing. Because now you're recognizing, hey, I'm not prioritizing my fundamentals right now. And I actually talked about this extensively in the last, in my goal planning series that I just did. I walked you through selling 120 homes. And what was objective number one, if you listened? It was all the fundamentals, right? Have to be prioritized and time blocked. And I showed you what that looked like every month to every week. So go back and listen to that. If you want to just skip ahead, go to steps Uh, The last one I did on steps four and five, walking you through that. And I'll actually show you how it looks on your calendar. And here's a quick pressure of what they are. Lead gen, or we'll simply say it's talking to new people. That's lead generation. That's how I define it. Lead follow-up is people in your database. You're lead generating. You're adding new people into your database. 
Now you're following up with them. That's lead follow-up. We're practicing our conversations. We're going on appointments and making offers. And lastly, we're making and negotiating offers. I want you to be mindful though, as you do these exercises, please try not to be spending energy on the would-haves, the could-haves, or the should-haves. I know my brain goes there all the time, especially when I think about scaling. I All those years I wasted at 20-ish million and I couldn't break through, I could go back to all kinds of woulda, coulda, shoulda's. But that's not where our time and energy should be focused. It should be focused on here and now. You're aware. Let's make changes. Let's make shifts. Let's pivot. Let's achieve and reach for those dreams and goals you've always wanted. Because I know you can do it. And I am cheering you on. I told you that was very quick, right? Short and sweet today. My mini sewed Vanessa's five is right there for available for you. And I just want to thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. I know there are a lot of real estate podcasts out there and it just makes me so joyful to see the downloads and how many people are listening and all your DMs that come over and your talent, you're sharing with me what you're doing. And I just love, love seeing that because it just confirms I'm fulfilling my mission and living out my purpose and impacting as many realtors as possible. I do want to ask you to please leave me a rating or review so we we can continue to reach more realtors and make that bigger impact because I think it only takes like 60 seconds. Can you take one minute and just do that for me? I would greatly appreciate it. But I want to ask you, are you struggling in work, life? Are your thoughts getting in the way? Are you stuck, not growing? I've got you. No topic is off limits with me and my coaching. I want to work with you and partner with you to create the life and business that you desire. If you are ready to get started, link for my one-on-one six-week coaching program is in the show notes. I will see you there. But until next time, remember you are worthy of a purposeful, joyful, and abundant life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of helping realtors grow and scale their business with a sprinkle of faith. You can find any resources referenced in the show notes. Want to learn more about me and my work? You can follow me on Instagram at Vanessa Franz Barnett. But if you are ready now to unlock and unleash your full potential, click on the link in the show notes to join my one-on-one coaching program. See you next week.